sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Tatum secures it. Williams to Hard work from McGinn. Now it's Kasperi Kapanen. Kapanen back for Marino. Marino, long shot. He's good! Are victorious here tonight. And Evgeny Malkin is the overtime hero. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. <laughs> to Opposite Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio on this Wednesday, May 4th. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, really technically 57, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free. 844-843-6879. You want to send a tweet? It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E. Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact shot icon and fire away. Uh, TNT with the call there. ESPN Radio, uh, maybe TV actually, with the call on that uh, hockey goal as the uh, Penguins do win in overtime. Triple overtime, in fact. The buck stops in Boston. Rangers flop in OT. Reds are going to win again, right? Uh, Yankees are going to lose again, right? American football fans lose to Germany. Head games in Memphis. Dirty, dusty, breaking free. RG3, but who are the three? And the Oakland A's versus Topeka High. We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and, of course, opposite picks. What's going on, LLs? How are you, loyal listeners, on this uh, Wednesday morning? Here's truly sitting in, taking you right up until uh, noon Eastern time as uh, we cover the world of sports as we always do. And cha-ching, cha-ching. We buried the lead as we hit with our six-team open parlay last night. Thanks to, as I told you yesterday, really one of the absolute best bets. Forget about the, you know, the uh, playoffs. Forget about the, you know, the hockey season in general. Really, Last night's Colorado win over uh, Nashville, that, that was as easy as a bet as you will make all year. All year. I told you yesterday, lo and behold, but it's nice when things come out as you expect them to. 5 nothing after the first period, Colorado leading Nashville. 5 nothing. It was 4 nothing, like three minutes in. I mean, that was as easy a bet as we told you yesterday. Not hindsight, so hopefully you hopped on board as you will ever get. You know, Colorado with all the playoff disappointments, their star players saying they were all geared up for the postseason. Uh, they get a Nashville team that had to play with their backup goaltender. I mean, there was just no way. I mean, you know, there's always the possibility but outside of the extreme, there was just no way they were losing last night. And they whacked Nashville. And that was the final leg of our 16 parlay. Wasn't a huge win. $100 player. If you started, we won $1,169. So, you know what? We'll take it. You know, we add it to our little kitty here. So we are now 2-16 and 16 with our open parlays. Sounds awful. But you know what? That's good for $1,707 if you're a $100 player. Not bad. Not bad. Follow along, folks. And the only regret I have was I didn't start a new one yesterday. I meant to. 
And then I got distracted when we got back on. He says, you know, uh, when we broke for that last break, I said, you know what? We should start another one. We really shouldn't waste the opportunity to go against the Cincinnati Reds. And then I got distracted. I got me into the Seth Greenberg ESPN. We're fighting for our school board here at the local town hall. And I forgot to mention it. So, But we're going to hop on board tonight. And we have two others we really should have started yesterday. And we're going to start those. And I'll let you know who we're going to go uh, on a little bit later on. But for now, we'll revel in our victory. Colorado. It was a Colorado open parlay. We won with the Rockies three times. Colorado three. Colorado four. Colorado the fifth leg. And then Colorado last night, but that being the Avalanche, uh, minus 190 in regulation. So, cha-ching, cha-ching, uh, it's a beautiful thing. $100 player, again, over 1700 bucks. You don't have to win very often on those things. You really don't. That said, uh, you know, again, NBA playoffs last night. Uh, all the series are now, well, the, the two players that played last night. The zigzag system won out over Logic. It's amazing. You watch that first Celtic uh, game against the Bucs. There's just no way you could have put American money on Boston in game two. And they played without Marcus Smart. And Jalen Brown was supposedly injured. Of course, he scored 30 points last night, so I don't know how injured he really was. But if you watch that game, I mean, you just couldn't do it. But we had the classic sign. We had a bad line. Celtics favored by four and a half. And then it went up to five. Bad line gets even worse. That's the sign you either bail or really bet on that team. And, and the Celtics won it from start to finish. I'm surprised. I really am. I would expect this out of Minnesota. I would expect a performance like that out of the, uh, you know, maybe the Atlanta Hawks or maybe the even uh, Memphis, believe it or not. I, I didn't expect that out of a veteran Milwaukee team that knows Boston's just as capable of winning in Milwaukee as vice versa. I, I really thought that they would come out to play last night, and they didn't. They laid a complete egg, start to finish, easy win, no drama whatsoever. And the Celtics even that series had a game apiece. Little more drama last night, though, in Memphis game two, as the Grizzlies do win. They even that series had a game apiece, so the zigzag kind of worked out there, although Memphis did cover uh, the first game, so it wasn't a classic zigzag. But the zigzag, as far as them losing it and winning it, even the series, they had to. You can't drop the first two games at home and expect to win. Morant, unbelievable, 47 points. The next leading score for Memphis was Jaron Jackson with 12. Guy had 35 more points than the next guy on the team. Memphis wins 106-101. It was a close game, one bucket game all the way down the stretch. Dylan Brooks gets kicked out of the game. Um, you know, they're, they're going to end up uh, maybe having him suspended the game. I don't know what, but uh, that was a good uh, good game last night. Memphis wins. Two more later on tonight. We'll get into that. We'll get into the hockey, into the baseball stuff. Just get rolling. Opposite picks on Sports Good Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Drive. Rebound. Score! On the follow-up, Washington gets one. Has to be throughout the lineup. Another wave on the power play. Look at Tom in the slot area. Here comes a slap shot. Comes right back. I think we we believe. We believe. I actually had a quite the meal in between the first and the second uh, overtime. I, I didn't expect going in, but um, maybe it sustained my energy. So it was it was cool though. It was cool to be part of that. You say quite the meal. What was it? You know, some spicy pork and uh, broccoli. Not the best. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Oh, that- 
That is funny. Uh, opposite picks right here on Sports Good Radio. Just getting underway. 844-843-6879. We'll hit the phones here in a second. 844-843-6879. Robert Williams and Dunk as the Celtics knock off the Bucks. TNT with the call. And then uh, Luis Domingue uh, after the game. He is the third string Penguins goalie that was thrown into the mix last night because the second string Penguins goalie who was thrown into the mix because the first string Penguins goalie was injured. So they began the game with a backup and uh, he couldn't play because of cramps after the, uh, I guess it was midway through the first to second overtime. And then uh, the third stringer comes in, right? He's thinking he's not going to play. I don't know why. I mean, you, you see backup goaltenders play every once in a while. Not a lot. You know, it's not like a pitcher in baseball or even a quarterback in football, but still this guy's chowing down in, in, during the game. Chinese food. I mean, where, where did they get Chinese food? Not to mention who would have ordered something spicy anyway. So you're stuffing your face as your team is out there battling, you know, the Rangers in the, in a postseason game, and then you got called to the carpet and you have to play, and the guy played actually pretty damn good. Oh, the stinking Rangers. You, you Ranger fans are pathetic. You really are. You might be the worst of the bunch. You know, Yankee fans are unsufferable. Uh, Met fans are, are snobbish. Jet fans are dopey. Islander fans, there aren't any. Uh, you know, the Giant fans are cool. Other than that, then there's the Ranger fan who thinks that every single player that put on a Ranger uniform is the greatest player in the history of mankind. You know, they just got through an era of having the worst goaltender, well, not the worst, the most overrated goaltender in the history of the National Hockey League in Henrik Lundqvist. Now they got this other stiff, Sturkin, who they're all saying, oh, he's great, 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 great. All right, he's great. You couldn't beat a third-string goaltender. You couldn't beat a third-string goaltender. I don't care if it's third overtime. I don't care if it was the deflected shot. I don't care any of that stuff. You lost. I am a product guy. Either get it done or you don't get it done. Are no excuses. There are no excuses thrown in. You either stop the puck or you don't. And he didn't. And the greatest goaltender now in the history of mankind, good old Igor, got beat by a lousy third-string goaltender who's more concerned about where he's eating Chinese food after the game that he is playing. <laughs> this Ranger team sucks. Oh, brother. They're going to get their ass kicked. It's a beautiful thing. I'm not sure the satisfaction level. Ranger fans, well, Stanky fans won. They'll always be one. Seeing them whine and cry and bitch and moan, one. Ranger fans might be two. Met fans, three. Jet fans can be insufferable as well, but, you know, at least they generally suck. So you don't have to hear them too badly. So, and then uh, Jet fans, four. And then again, there's only five Islander fans and aren't any New York, uh, Brooklyn Net fans. So we don't have to worry about them at all. Uh, that, that That's the level. So uh, for third string goaltender comes in and shuts down. He made some great saves, too. If you watch some of the highlights. Uh, you know, he, he may have been thinking about his spicy pork and broccoli, but I got to tell you, he was pretty damn good. He really was. So Penguins grabbed first blood last night as they went 4-3 uh, in triple overtime. How about Washington last night? He had the Capitals winning 4-2 at Florida. Same old Sergei Bobrovsky, another goaltender who sucks in the big-time moments. Uh, you know, second-rate, most overrated goaltender, although most people realize he stinks in the postseason. That's why Florida's not going to win your Stanley Cup championship. The guy doesn't get it done. Just does not get it done in in the postseason. You know, isn't it weird when you think about things? Colorado came through last night, as we talked about. So there were four clubs to me, and, and maybe even five, that really have the pressure on them to perform in the postseason. 
All right, Toronto won for sure with all their failures, but they came through against Tampa Bay game number one. Carolina, you know, with, with their recent failures, although they did go to the Eastern Conference Finals, it's not like they're getting knocked out in the first round like Toronto and, and Colorado, but Carolina came through. Edmonton would have been another one. They did not come through. And um, Florida would have been one, you know, with, with Bobrovsky uh, choking every single year of the playoffs, and they didn't come through last night. So out of the four, there was one more I wanted to bring up that had – oh, and Colorado, and Colorado kicked ass. So Colorado wins, um, Toronto wins, Carolina wins, Edmonton loses, Florida loses. So out of the clubs that really have pressure on them to do it in the postseason because they never do – Three came out on top, and two didn't. And if I was going to pick the two, I probably would have picked Toronto. I definitely would have picked Florida with Bobrovsky. Um, you know, what's more surprising, he only gave it three goals, so it's really not even his fault per se, but that, that great Florida offense, only two goals last night. That's something. Ovechkin did play, uh, so and he got his shots on goal props, a winner, cha-ching, cha-ching with his three. So the Capitals uh, get the, the first game there. So that, that was a pretty good game uh, back and forth. Nice job holding, uh, for the most part, the Panthers uh, off the board, allowing Washington to uh, win that game and, again, draw first blood. Then you had Colorado beating up uh, Nashville 7-2. to uh, That was an easy winner. And then Calgary late last night beat the Dallas 1-0. 16 lousy shots on goal for the Stars. 16. That's pathetic. Teams get that in the first period, for goodness sakes, let alone in, in the entire game. So we move on to game two of all the games from Monday. So we got Carolina over Boston. Not over, but they play Boston. They won all four games this year. Combined score 21 to 2. You got Toronto over Tampa Bay, playing Tampa Bay. Maple Leafs minus 137. Boy. That is, that is so enticing to take Tampa Bay. Two-time Stanley Cup champs against a team that's known for choking in the postseason. It's just weird seeing Tampa Bay that big of an underdog. And the Lightning, 15-0 after playoff losses the last several years. 15-0. St. Louis is at Minnesota game two. Blues won the first game. They're now 13-2 versus the Wild their last 15 games, including 4-0 this year. You got a couple of live dogs tonight uh, in, in sports. Tampa Bay being one of them. St. Louis. I mean, man, you want to give me odds with the team that's 13-2 and two versus their opposition? Albeit on the road. A little zigzag theory here, if you believe in that. Blues have to win, but... Man, I can't bet into 13-2. to two. And then you got Edmonton, uh, minus 230 versus the LA Kings. Now, one thing about hockey, even though there is a distinct advantage being the home team because you get to do the second line change, um, you know, you could kind of strategize a little bit more. But, you know, these teams are more than capable of winning on the road uh, as they are at home. I, I, you know, you shouldn't put that much credence into home ice advantage. It just it doesn't matter. So if you think Edmonton can lose game one, then you know what? They're more than capable of losing game two than they really are. NBA, we got a couple of games tonight. You got Miami and Philadelphia. How about this little note? Heat laying eight tonight against Philadelphia. James Harden, again, no Embiid, obviously. James Harden, 11 straight playoff games, averaging under 25, or scoring under 25 points. That's amazing. You know, 25 is a decent little number, but still, this is pre, like, James Harden's over the hill this year. This is, this is a couple of playoff series. 11 straight. FanDuel has his number at 22 and a half. They don't miss a beat. 
Well, it's tempted to go over 22 and a half, but boy, you can't buck 11 straight. I mean, he could get 23, 24, obviously, so he would be able to win both, but uh, that's interesting. And then you got Phoenix Lane, six and a half versus Dallas. Suns have beat the Mavericks 10 straight. I think it'll be 11 in a row after tonight. You know, Dallas kind of hung in there for a little bit for game one, but for the most part, they were being outplayed, end up losing by seven, but it was a double-digit game the whole way. Again, two classic zigzag theories, you know, Philadelphia and Dallas. I think one of the two teams is going to cover, uh, but I don't know if either one is actually going to win. So you got the Boston-Milwaukee series tied at one. You got Memphis-Golden State tied at one. Philadelphia-Dallas will try and do the same uh, later. Excuse me, later on tonight. All right, 844-843-6879. Phone calls and our pyramid plays coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. There's Burakovsky looking for a shooting lane. Turns and fires. Saved by Ingram. It went off the body and then got hit. Vichuskin marching away from Cunning to the point again. The Avs keep it in. McKinnon's on the edge with a one-timer. Score! Nathan McKinnon from just inside the blue line. His second goal of the night. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Uh, altitude sports there with the call. Nathan McKinnon getting his second of the night, uh, making it 7-1. Colorado goes on to beat Nashville 7-2. We play that one because if you watched in-game live last night, boy, we, I was all over, all over Colorado. Uh, I was telling you guys, uh, you know, if you're not, uh, you know, listening, uh, you should be to the TV show. We give out some winners there that we don't give out in the morning show. But I, we gave you Colorado yesterday. But I also tell you about McKinnon last night. He was the one that was sounding off last week in the regular season saying he can't wait for the regular season to end. He's all pumped for the for the postseason. Uh, they had lost in the first or second round five straight playoff appearances. I mean, they were just chomping, just chomping at the bit. So I said during the show, in-game live, I knew. <clears throat> I said, you know, you want to play some props outside of Colorado winning in regulation, laying a goal and a half? Play Nathan McKinnon. This guy is as high as high can be. And lo and behold, he scores a couple of goals. So if you play any of his point totals or will he score a goal, I mean, you could have cashed. You'll never cash in like you will with that Colorado game. Uh, man, that, that was just so easy. So uh, nice job by the Avs. Game two always changes just because the philosophy, the angst, the uh, uh, you know, the attention to it, and, and the, the eagerness to get back out there and everything. It's all kind of gone. Still like the teams, Carolina tonight against Boston, you know, Colorado tomorrow against uh, Nashville. But it's just a uh, little edge taken off. That. That's why game ones are so, so easy. Leave it to the NFL uh, to uh, expand their horizons. They announced yesterday the overseas schedule. So Tampa Bay is going to play Seattle in the NFL's first regular season game, or postseason for that matter, first game in Germany. Well, I guess they may have had a preseason game uh, in Germany. So you got Tampa Bay, Seattle, not too bad, depending on what Seattle does with uh, its quarterback situation. That's the November 3rd. Then they're going to have three games in London, England, as they always do, or at least two anyway, normally, but three this year. Saints versus Vikings, October 2nd. Packers versus Giants, October 9th. 
And then uh, what would be a, a year of football without the Jacksonville being over in London? Jaguars versus the Broncos, October 30th. And then you have Arizona playing San Francisco late November the 21st in a Monday night game uh, down in Mexico City. So it seems like they wanted to give you one, at least one good team versus two dog teams. So that's an improvement. I don't think you necessarily have a monster, monster game, but Tampa Bay should be pretty good. Seattle, eh, you never know. Uh, Saints should be pretty good. That's probably the most balanced one, Saints and Vikings. Packers should be good. Giants, eh, you never know. Jaguars, they probably suck, but the Broncos, pretty good. Uh, Arizona and San Fran and Mexico City, that one might not be too bad. But the, uh, other than that, you don't really have a great, great, great matchup. But at least you have halfway decent teams over there. Now, who's missing the home game? The, uh, yeah, the home game? I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. Leave it to the NFL. This is a great example of how big the NFL is here real quickly. The, we know, like the NFL is announcing its schedule tomorrow. But the schedules are out. We just don't know where they're or, or when they're playing. Like if you wanted to, you know, pick a team. If you're a Dallas Cowgirls fan, you know, or you just Google Dallas Cowboys 2022 schedule, and they have the 17 teams that they're going to be playing this year or 17 games. They just put, didn't put them in order, and you even know who's home and who's away. So, so leave it to the NFL to kind of like double bill you, like they're promoting. Oh my goodness, the schedule is finally coming out tomorrow. Schedule's been out for a month, they, but people, I don't, they don't realize that. They don't want to realize that. Does it really matter where and when you're playing? Uh, don't know, but the, the schedule is kind of semi out and it's going to be fully out tomorrow. And then the NFL is going to make a big deal about it. But I guess it's nice to know who's playing on Christmas day and then that sort of thing, Thanksgiving, and they'll announce all that stuff. But if you, you know, like I said, if you're a Broncos fan or a Vikings fan or, you know, Cowboys fan, you, you can find out who they are playing. You just don't know when. All right, 844-843-6879. Robert Griffin III says he's uh, getting some interest from teams after he ran a goofy 4-6 40-yard dash at the Combines recently as a goof. He says going to play for the Cowboys would be a great situation. He's from Texas, Atlanta Falcons, um, and uh, Chicago Bears. So doesn't really look like he wants a chance to play. Looks like he wants to stand on the sidelines, collect a couple of million dollars and be a clipboard holder, which is not the worst job in the world. But um, I really thought RG3 was going to be great, but he blew out his knee there and he was just never the same. So, but he, uh, you know, maybe get some interest in, in uh, returning to the NFL. How about that? All right. 844-843-6879. Dom in East Rochester starts us off today. What's going on, Dom? How are you today, bud? Scotty boy, you know, I actually called today with the intent to uh, compliment you. I may or may not okay. get there. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's, impossible. it's impossible for the Yankee fans to be the worst. Because, of course, you always have the Flubbalo Bills fans who are by far the very worst in all the sports. And the whiniest fans ever would be the Boston Red Sox fans who whine about That's every not true. single pitch. Every single pitch. How could you say that when you got the Yankees crying about the Houston Astros when they're cheating themselves? Red Sox fans didn't whine uh, about that. We haven't uh, whined about anything. Ball, every time the ump calls a ball for their pitcher, oh, ah, oh, that's ridiculous. So, <laughs> Listen, um, the compliment is this. You're a bird brain, okay? 
But okay. because you're such a bird brain, nobody can draw an audience like you can. And you know I've admitted that in the past. Anybody that can get 10 deep at 2 o'clock in the morning knows how to draw an audience. Of course, we, we want to call because we want to tell you what a bird brain you are. But so <laughs> be it, you know, because you think you think we're bird brain. So anyway, shout out to Sports Grid. Listen, this hour doesn't do it because I know that there's LLs because they get a hold of me. They find me, Scotty. They want to call, but they they've indicated within the hour with everything you got to do. It's it's uh, too difficult to get get through. So anyway, Sports Grid. I don't know if Scotty wants the wants the extra time, but this show's got to be two or three hours. Simple as that. And it's because Scotty, you can you can draw an audience. That I'll give you. So and I'll leave it at that. I guess except how about them Yankees, baby? Yeah. I know. A good call, Don. My pre. I told you. I told you that they were going to be a good team. You know, I, I did say that. I'm not surprised. Now, listen. Hopefully, they'll lose somewhere along the line. Uh, Eleven straight wins. My goodness. Um, you know, they're, they're going to lose, right? Please, please tell me they don't go like 150 and 10 this year. Man, between them and the Mets, both just amazing. So, if they ever learn to hit the baseball and not strike out 150 times, uh, then, then they'll really be impressive. But uh, they may end up running away with that division. Although I do think they're going to come. They'll, they'll hit a slump. And any team that strikes out as much as they do, they, they will hit a slump somewhere along the line. But you really do have two great betting opportunities that you don't get very often in baseball. And I said this last night on Endgame Live. You, know, you got to take advantage of that. You know, don't bet the, you know, Milwaukee. Uh, no, no, not, not that one. Let me throw out a game out there. Um, you know, you really shouldn't bet. Let's see. What do we got today? Um... You know, uh, Detroit-Pittsburgh. Don't bet San Diego-Cleveland. Don't bet Seattle-Houston. Don't even bet, the, you know, Kansas City-St. Louis. Just keep betting on the Stankies and against Cincinnati. You don't get these streaks very often. And these teams are atrocious, and, and they're losing games left and right, and then the Yankees, conversely, are, are winning games. I mean, 11 in a row. Just don't make it harder than it has to be. So stay away from those other games if you can. Johnny in Manhattan, uh... Phone call number two uh, today on a Wednesday. What's going on, John? Hey, Scott. Good morning. How you doing? Not bad. Not bad. Dom's call uh, brings to mind the expression, damning someone with faint praise. <laughs> Scott, yeah, you're yes. a bird brain, but uh, you're our bird brain, you know? <laughs> yeah, but we like you just the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah so, okay. Scott, That's I'm a Rangers fan, fun. but, you know, I, I, I'm not going to be a baby and make Were it. Were you at the game? You know, first playoff game in five years. We're up one zip, we blow the lead. We're up 2-1, we blow the lead. We're up 3-2, we blow the lead. Uh, we got a bad call, but if we're so such a better team, then let's dominate and not leave it in the hands of the referee. So uh, I'll humbly uh, hang up and let you pile, continue to pile on my Rangers. Uh, they deserve it. Not making excuses. Thanks, Scott.
All right, John. Yeah, listen, they got maybe they got screwed. Uh, you know, playoff game. I don't know if they would have disallowed a goal. They scored with about four minutes left to go in regulation, which would have seemingly had them be able to win four to three, but they waved it off. The guy got maybe pushed in the back a little bit. He, you know, he cra- was crashing into the goaltender. I've seen worse and not be disallowed, but I think it was because there were four minutes left. It's a third period. It's a tie game. You know, they didn't want to say, all right, let this be the winning goal. So they said, let's let's wave it off. So they did. It, it could have gone either way. Bottom line is, though, you know, you, you got to be able to beat a third-string goaltender who's played literally like two games this year. You know, this backup, Domingue, I mean, he's played like literally two or three games. This guy's chowing down on Chinese food. He's not even thinking postseason, which goes to show what kind of teammate he is, right? You, you got to find a way to win. You got you have to win this series. You really do. Uh, we got all our pyramid plays, opposite picks, and everything else all coming up next right here on Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. LLs know what that music means. Time to take out those pad and pencils. Get set for the fastest, but more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio. Opposite picks. What are opposite picks you newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one side, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, systems, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. A nice little five and two last night, so uh, we moved to 145 up and 171 down. Uh, we're minus 2,255 bucks. So, yeah, we, we got some uh, ground still to make up, but we've begun the ascent. Uh, so, here we go. Let's continue tonight with the seven pack starting in the NBA. Philadelphia plus eight and a half at Miami. Perfect zigzag system here in play. 76ers not only lose game one, but they don't even cover the spread. Line jumped up a couple of points to eight and a half. I think you're getting a few more points. It's a bargain here. I don't know if Philadelphia wins the game outright, but they have to play better. There's too many veterans on this team. I don't know if Harden's going to drink for the fountain of youth and score 40 points, but you want to give me Philadelphia down one zip, almost double digits. Miami's good, but they're not that good. Love Philadelphia here to at least cover. Yeah, give me Miami minus the eight and a half. Pick number two, Phoenix laying six and a half versus Dallas. You know, the Suns have now beaten the Mavericks 10 straight times, all four this year, all by seven points or more. Why should this be, game be any different? As I like to tell my guys, don't make this stuff harder than it has to be. I got one team that has kicked the crap out of the other team 10 in a row. Why, why would I take the other team? Why would I think that that's all of a sudden it's going to end? Love Phoenix at home lane six and a half. Uh, give me the Mavericks plus the six and a half. Pick number three, hockey. Carolina laid a buck 15 versus Boston. Canes after game one's victory, 4-0 versus the Bruins this year, outscoring them 21-2. Again, I ask you, what indication are you getting that makes you think this game's going to be any different than the other four? I, I mean, I'm getting a team that's outscored its opposition by 19 goals, and I'm getting them basically at pick them at home. Oh, boys in Vegas are bonkers. They love the Bruins. I can't blame them. They hate Carolina. I get it, but still, if I'm going to bet on it. Love Carolina here. Uh, give me the Bruins. Uh, minus the 105. 
Pick number four, Tampa Bay even at Toronto. And you're really getting odds now. You know, I have to see Tampa Bay fall behind two zip in a playoff series to believe it, especially to the Maple Leafs, which hasn't won a big game since I've been born. Uh, Tampa Bay 15-0 and after their last 15 playoff losses. They don't lose two playoff games in a row, folks. Love Tampa Bay, and you're getting odds now. Uh, give me Toronto, uh, minus the 135. Pick number five, Stanky's uh, laying a buck 15 at Toronto. Uh, it's a simple axiom, greatest sports axiom of all time. We tell it to you all the time. Winners bet with streaks, losers bet against streaks. Stanky's have won 11 in a row, obviously going for the 12th straight win. You do not try and buck that trend. Uh, give me Toronto minus the 105. Pick number six, baseball. Colorado minus a buck 40 versus Washington. Last place Nationals won last night. And they won big in Colorado. They are not winning two in a row in Colorado. Hell, I don't even think the Dodgers were able to do that last year. This Rockies team, for whatever reason, is great at home and got awful on the road. They're not losing twice to Washington. Yeah, give me the Nationals plus the 120. Final pick, Milwaukee Brewers laying a run and a half versus the Cincinnati Red Stockings. Yeah, the good old Reds have now lost 18 of 19 with 17 of those 18 losses coming by two runs or more. 6-3 last night. I mean, this team is just atrocious. And they are going to win again, right? Aren't they somewhere along the line? I don't know, but it's not going to be with my money on them. Cincinnati stinks. You got to be the biggest bird brain, knucklehead, meathead, bin, bin, <laughs> bing, dingling, uh, dope, uh, jackass in the world to put American money on Cincinnati. Eh, give me Cincinnati plus the one and a half runs. Opposite picks. Uh, Miami Heat laying uh, eight and a half uh, against Philadelphia, the 76ers. Dallas Mavs plus six and a half against the Suns despite losing 10 straight to Phoenix. Uh, Bruins uh, minus 105 despite uh, being outscored by the Carolina Canes, 21 to two this year. Uh, Maple Leafs minus 125, 130 or so against uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, the uh, Blue Jays uh, minus 105 against the Stankies despite the Stankies winning 11 in a row. Nationals plus 120 at Colorado despite the uh, the Nationals winning last night and now have to win two in a row. And uh, finally, Cincinnati plus the one and a half runs against Milwaukee despite losing 18 of 19. Opposite picks on a Wednesday, May 4th. Good luck, folks. All right, with that, we will post those uh, on the website, as we always do, oppositepicks.com, with all our other uh, free plays and uh, all the premium plays that we put out there, shots on goal and everything else. So with that, let us go to our premium plays. And um, 844-843-6879, just checking the phone there. Yeah, let's give uh, that stuff out. All right, we did a halfway decent job yesterday with our premium uh Pyramid plays, which is basically the best play in each individual sport. So NBA yesterday, we gave out the under Milwaukee Boston winner. I don't know why, but I gave out that dopey Grayson Allen 11 and a half points. He's had a nice postseason. That, that did not come through for us, unfortunately. That was a loser. Gave out Colorado versus Nashville winner. Gave out D'Amico Ranton and shots on goal. The whole freaking team had 20,000 shots on goal. Somehow this guy didn't get three. That was a loser. Gave out Milwaukee minus the one and a half runs winner. And I said, if you're only going to play one, it would be Colorado. And that was the winner. So not too bad. Our shots on goal, we ended up giving up 25 guys which i know is a lot of guys i get that we I mean, we went 14 and 11 
you know, and we if we wouldn't have gotten again, just like uh, Monday, if Calgary Dallas, now that's the one that killed us. We were 13 and seven heading into that game, and we went one and four. Dallas had 16 lousy shots on goal. Calgary didn't have that many more. One nothing game. So we're gonna we'll play a couple of those guys again, but we're not gonna go so crazy on Calgary Dallas because that, that has got one nothing written all over it. And I gotta tell you. Now, I understand the situation, but you might want to hop on this. Pittsburgh and the Rangers on FanDuel, anyway, they're over under is six. Now, I'm guessing that is telling me that uh, Tristan Jarry, the regular for uh, goaltender for Pittsburgh, is not going to be able to play. Uh, I don't know if that means D. Smith, the backup, will be able to play. He had cramps. I mean, he should be okay two days later, right? Uh, or maybe that means that they think he's not going to play and Pittsburgh's going to have to go with a third-string goaltender. But I don't mind that, believe it or not, if that is the case. I, I think getting that at six right now is a gift for the boys in Vegas. Because if they have to go with the third stringer, they just play that much more conservatively. You know, they tell their forwards, no pinching, defensemen, no pinching. You got to stay back. You got to help this guy. This guy's played three games. We, we, we lifted him off the Topeka high lineup for last week. So they play real conservative, and hence that means not that many goals. So I would be all over that six. I, I would. But that said, 14 and 11, not bad. You know what? Uh, we'll, we'll take it, I suppose. Could have been a monster, monster night. We hit with a bunch of the others, but it is what it is. So now our shots on goal standings uh we are where are we here uh here we go 197 up 134 down we'll add on with the vig with all those losses and we'll only add on 100 hours to our ticker so we're up to 3920 bucks not bad all right here's what we're gonna do tonight best nba play two more unders last night i, I that's it i am done i you you could you know what you could Suspend me for a week if I play another over in an NBA playoff game. Not happening. So let's go under 207. No, not really. I can't afford it. Under 207 and a half Philadelphia Dallas. Over unders, by the way, uh, postseason NBA. We are now at uh, 36 unders, 19 overs. 17 more unders than we have overs. Favorites, 40 and 15 straight up, 32 and 23 against the spread. And uh, NHL, so far, four and four favorites and underdogs winning outright, uh, four and four over-unders. Team that scores first, interesting, seven and one. Might want to play that. Overtime, we've had just the one overtime game, the Ranger game. And uh, over third periods. You know how we used to play those in a regular season? So far, this postseason, only three and five. So that is not uh, translated from a regular season successful uh, system to a postseason. So, all right, so Pyramid plays under 207.5 Philly Dallas. Uh, we're going to go right back to over Devin Booker. Interesting. His number on Monday was 23.5. Guy ends up with 23. Today, so it goes under. They posted at 26 and a half. Despite going under game one, they tacked on three more points. So I'm not going to let them scare me. I'm going over 26 and a half, Devin Booker. Hockey, Carolina minus the 115 against Boston. You have to do it. Props, I don't do this too often, but Minnesota's in a, you know, a tough situation. They lost game one. <clears throat> they got to win. 
So we're going to count on their best player, Kirill Kaprizov. He's three and a half, which is why I don't do that too often. But uh, he's got to come up big tonight. So we'll go over three and a half Kaprizov for Minnesota. Baseball, you know where we're going. Milwaukee, minus the one and a half runs, minus 125 against Cincinnati. And at this point, if you're only going to play one today, as much as I do think Carolina will beat Boston again, maybe, just maybe, the Bruins come up. But I have no faith in Cincinnati winning at Milwaukee. None whatsoever. And they got a stiff who's got an ERA close to seven on the hill. There's no reason why the Brewers shouldn't win this one 6-3 again like they did last night. So Milwaukee would be laying a run and a half as your, your best play of the day. Uh, Boston shots on goal. We're going to be looking, you know, once the lines come out, you know, the usual four guys, Pasternak, Bergeron, Marshawn, Taylor, Hole, the usual three for Carolinas, Fnestikov, uh, Ajo, Taravainen, and then Edmonton, we got three or four guys we'll look at. Kings, we got three or four. So we, we got about 20 guys that we're looking at. We're going to stay away from the three and a half shots on goal. FanDuel yesterday posted them right around 12 o'clock or so. So I will uh, do that. And once they're up, I'll post them on the hockey page of, uh, of my website. So we figure we'll play about uh, 10. We won't go 25 like we did uh, last night. That was a little crazy. Baseball was our only little killer yesterday. We lost all four dogs. Seattle, Baltimore, San Fran, and Oakland blew a late lead against Tampa Bay. So we're now 25 and 40. $100 players minus 803. 0 oh, and 6 this week. So we, we need to uh, need to make up some money here. So we you know the system. We go right back on it. We're gonna right back on Seattle versus Houston, right back on Baltimore versus Minnesota, right back on San Fran against the Dodgers, and right back on Oakland versus Tampa Bay because the thinking is that they're going to win at least one of these series, so we'll, we'll continue along. All right, told you our open parlay, cha-ching, cha-ching. We hit with that one, so we cashed in a $1,169 ticket. We're going to start two new ones today. No rule against that. Uh, open parlay number uh, 26, I believe this one is. We're going to go with the Milwaukee Brewers. We're going to get greedy here. And we're going to lay the run and a half minus 126. Could just take them on the money line, but it's almost three to one. I uh, don't want to do that. So we're going to take the Brewers, put 100 bucks uh, at minus 126, uh, lay in a run and a half. And then we're going to do the same thing with the Stankies. 100 bucks on a separate one, not that same one. Uh, uh, it's minus 144. So $100 on the Stankies. Uh, at the minus 144 would bring us back $69. And the $100 on the Milwaukee Brewers. I can find it here real quickly. Milwaukee minus the 126 would be 79 bucks. All right, we'll clear it. We'll clean up shop uh, next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. More things here before we close up shop. Uh, pro football full circle. Ben Stevens and uh, Joe Lisi coming up next right here on Sports Grid Radio. First up, Dusty Baker becomes the 12th manager in baseball history, obviously baseball history, to win 2,000 games. First black manager to do so i don't care necessarily about that uh, congratulations to that nod but uh, more importantly for me yeah he stood around and he watched barry bond stick needles in his ass I, i'm sorry but dusty uh you know what you're a good guy seems like but i'm not giving you any accolades for doing that oakland last night you know how many fans showed up to watch the a's play the tampa bay devil dogs 
2,488, smallest crowd since 1980. And oh, by the way, a 63,000 seat stadium, less than 2,500 fans. Oh, that's embarrassing. That really is. Uh, we didn't do our underdog open parlay. We lost yesterday with the Stars. We're going to hop right back on Tampa Bay, the Lightning plus 115 at Toronto. I got to see the Maple Leafs go up two games to nothing. If they do, you know what? I'll tip my cap. Otherwise, we'll start uh, our half a unit, 50 bucks for our purposes. Uh, we're 0 for 29. So all the money we won on the other one, we've kind of given it back on uh, this goofy open parlay with underdogs. So hopefully we cash our ticket on that. How about if our lightning strikes parlay? This is the one where we throw out what we believe in. We just take basically the biggest dogs and have lightning strikes and they all hit. We win big. So we put five bucks on it. We're going to go with the L.A. Kings plus 172 against Edmonton. We're taking the 76ers money line plus 310 against Miami Heat. We're grabbing the Seattle Mariners plus 176 uh, against Houston uh, and Dusty's fellas. And then we're going to go with the Cincinnati Reds plus 240 at Milwaukee. $5 if all four of those teams hit. We win 518 bucks. How about that? Cha-ching, cha-ching. And then finally, there's a story about how the uh, AD at the Ohio State, Gene Smith, is ruling that the football, college football teams start their own league in essence. It's been brought up before. You know what? Uh, eventually that is going to happen. They want to break free of the NCAA, who they actually run themselves anyway. So, pro football full circle coming up next. I'll be on the game live later on tonight. Enjoy your Wednesday, folks. Be safe, and we'll talk to you tonight and tomorrow.